Good morning, campers. This is Judgmentalist with a little bit of a raspy, scratchy voice here coming at you live from wherever I am and also not particularly live, but hey, we've covered this before. Uh, we got a, an interesting episode coming at you today. A lot of different random stuff going on for both of us. Uh, some developments on the performance front. We're getting closer and closer to Big Sexy returning to space. Here he is, your host with the most Big Sexy. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever this is hitting your ear holes, I hope that it is good. Uh, yes, yes, things are on the um, things are taking motion, as it were, um, are on their way to us returning back to Malaga. Um, uh, the first step is figuring out where we're going to be staying here in Bucharest for the remainder of the stay. We just recently booked our last Airbnb uh, here in Bucharest that'll, that'll be covered from September 21st to October 18th. Um, and we're going to be on the outskirts of Bucharest. Like We're going to be on, on the, the really south, as far as the south, one of the south train lines can go. Um, we went there today to walk around, take a look, uh, check out the area. Uh, if you're on my Instagram, uh, on our Instagram, you saw photos of the area, a few photos. So that's where we're actually, we booked it today. So we're going to be there today until October 18th. The next step is, of course, to buy plane tickets. Um, we are going to, we're starting the process of getting the uh, study visa for Spain. I have my checklist of things that we need to get done. Uh, it's an extensive checklist. It's a detailed checklist, and there's a lot of a lot to it. So we're gonna really get started working on that uh, as soon as possible. And uh, yeah, we got big things coming down the wire. So you, when you go back to Spain as of right now, you'll be going still under the 90 days within 180. Correct. We won't have the visa most likely yet. Correct. We will not have the visa. Matter of fact, what we'll be doing is is uh, submitting um, while we are there. Okay. Right? Taking care of a lot of that stuff while we are there. Uh, we'll meet with um, um, apostles and things to get notarized and you know uh, translated into Spanish. You can, we're going to do that all that while we're there. Get the documents filled out and everything. We're go, we're ordering the fingerprint kit to come here. So we can get that submitted to the U.S. Um, we can do that right away. But a lot of the Spanish portion of it we're going to do while we're in Spain. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you do know how much time you have left on the ninety. Um, well, when we go back, it'll, it'll restart. So we'll have a full ninety days. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Um, so uh been it sure I guess it absolutely will have been. Yeah, it'll be 180 days since you first yes. Since we first uh landed in Europe. Ex excellent. That's crazy that I, I haven't been in the US for that long. Yeah, I think um I may or may not have picked up a new listener today talking about your journey and what we're doing as a podcast. Cause I had somebody into my office to uh, take a look at one of the empty rooms about converting it into a multimedia studio, which would nice. be, hello, new listener. I hope you're listening to this episode. 
You should use obviously to for some law firm content, YouTube videos and everything like that. But if you're going to do it right, it certainly can be multi-purpose. Right. And will be set up, you know, the, the goal. And this is just coincidence that I ran into this guy and he's got an expertise. He's he's a musician who's got his own studio. Um, nice. Ooh, maybe he I can should... help with the uh, production of any of the parody songs we create. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, really just the kind of the timing of it, it sounds like, and I don't have a, you know, a quote and a, you know, time frame idea yet, but it wouldn't surprise me if things are right and ready to be just a little bit more professional within the next 28 or so episodes, give or take. Give or take. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As, as we, you know, take care of our listeners, we want, we want things to be top notch, high quality as it were. Yes. And, you know, I mean, it's perfect timing to start a project like that because yesterday at the time of recording, um, insulation went in. I, th- I think everybody who's been listening since the beginning is aware of the fact that when I moved to the new house that Uncle RJ refers to as the Bowers estate, <laughs> right. um, there is an area that I intended to finish and turn into a performance venue, you know, a little parlor theater type of thing. Right. Um, yesterday, as of the time of the recording last week, as of the time of this release, the installation was finished tomorrow. It'll be inspected because every step of the process, they want to come out and have somebody inspect it. Of course they I'll, do. I'll be ordering drywall. Drywall will get delivered sometime next week. So that project is really going to be coming to a completion relatively soon, just in time to start a similar construction project in my office, of course, nice, because nice. why why let the dust fully settle in your life? Right. I mean, keep it moving, right? Keep things going. You know, it, it, it reminds me of, you know, the construction in Vegas, right? It's never ending. I yeah. would say Vegas will be a very, very beautiful place once they finish building it. <laughs> I think hey, that's the construction true. is continuous. I figure if you could run all over the world and keep changing your scenery, I can do the same, except stay where I am. Stay put. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I go to other people's places, and this view changes. You stay in place and just change your view. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I get around as far as performance and touring like we've got something lined up that's starting to take shape looks like it's going to be january um in some of the southeastern u.s states so like right now uh this is for georgia uh this is the the mind reading and and hypnosis show that i do with bernardo okay Uh, i think i mentioned on here some of our efforts to do shows for nonprofits and specifically uh, some of that effort that, and again, that's an open invitation to anybody that's got some nonprofit near them that they care about that thinks has the reach to move tickets. We will gladly come out, do a show for you, keep the pricing reasonable and really keep it ultimately what we do and travel has something to do with what the cap number is, but we do a 50, 50 fee split on the ticket sales, but we cap the 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 amount that we get paid out and usually right. yeah, we, we de- we've definitely chatted about um 
like that, if I were staying within the U.S., but let's say traveling somewhere more expensive like Hawaii, it's two of us. We are the entire show. So I run right. sound for Bernardo, um, and he runs sound for me. So it's just him and I, and then cool deal. You know, a suitcase worth of equipment or what have you. Um, and then, you know, so that's it. Two, two plane tickets. So I, that cap number today, if let's say we were going someplace expensive, like Hawaii, you're looking at, at paying us no more than 3000 bucks. So, you know, right. if you're charging 30 bucks for tickets and you've got a 400 seat auditorium, I think that's, I don't know. Is that, is that's, that, that's math. That's money. That's money. And, at fifty percent, you're making more than what you're paying us, which is what's important to us. Right. And if for some reason, you know, ultimately, obviously, we want to be compensated for our time, but we also want to do these shows. Um, ultimately, we need to at least break even on the deal. Um, that's, that's the most important part. That's that's not the most desired outcome because you know, if all we're doing is getting our flights covered, then the 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 nonprofit didn't make a ton of money either. Um, right. You know, we'll do whatever we can to support promotion and everything like that. Um, but yeah, we've got, I've linked up through the fraternity that I was a member of in undergrad. They've got chapters all over the place. So right. one of the places that we're definitely doing a show, we just haven't solidified dates yet, but we're looking at January is Georgia tech, Georgia then, tech, right? Yeah. Georgia tech, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I got, Shout out to uh, my friends in Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah, if you got, if hopefully we got some listeners down around Atlanta, because that one's, that one's definitely happening. And then what the goal is, is after I had, you know, preliminary conversations with the people at that chapter, um, we circled back around and I had a conversation with the national organization who's given me contact information for pretty much anybody within like a three hour driving radius of Atlanta. Cool deal. So, so I sent out a preliminary email to those people. I got some responses. So like Georgia, Tennessee, stuff like that. Georgia's probably about an hour and a half from Atlanta. Um, you know, ten, you should definitely like, send an email to Tyler Perry. Have I? You should. I should. Okay. You should definitely send an email to Tyler Perry and them. Let them know you're doing some stuff out there. For no other reason than Tyler Perry and it's Atlanta and, you know, he's big in Atlanta. Yeah. Hey, why not? You should send. You should definitely send um, a message to like the sports teams out there. Yeah, right. Especially and like you know, especially if you're going to their college and any you know Georgia Tech alumni. You know. Yeah, and, and I mean those. Yeah. That, some of that's going to be. We'll do some of that. Some of that's going to be done by the chapters individually. But yeah, sometime in January, we're probably going to do about a week. We should get those dates solidified relatively soon now. Um, but but more closely, if you happen to be somewhere near uh, near Baltimore, Between Two Minds is going to be part of the Charm City Fringe Festival after dark. Nice. Ooh. On October 5th. Ooh, after dark. Uh, by the time this airs, a ticket link will be available. Um, we don't, I don't have it at the time that we're recording this, but I certainly will by next week. Um, 
I don't know exactly where we are on between two minds.com that's still being worked on, but right. it'll definitely be at judgmentalist.com. And if you search through Charm City Fringe, I'd like you to should think, there as well. I'd like to think that everybody who made the show that Matt and I did in downtown Baltimore a last minute success is a listener of this podcast and that you Hopefully. guys shy and didn't approach me and talk to me about this podcast when you were there. Um, so look for that. Come out. It's a fun time. Um, this I love time, that. don't be shy. This time, say hello to Judgment. Yeah. Place. Come and up ask, on stage. Ask him where is Big Sexy. That's right. So, yeah, that's fun. That's exciting because once you do a performance at a Fringe Festival, that makes getting booked at other Fringe Festivals somewhat easier. Because you've got, you know, you've got that on your resume. I mean, yeah. anything that you put on your resume, performance-wise, tends to make future bookings a little bit easier. So, when may, may we see between two minds at Edinburgh next year? Um, I'm not opposed to it. That so Edinburgh, I believe, is in August. It's in August. There's like a window of Edinburgh Fringe Fest. Last I checked, and I looked at this a few weeks ago, but I looked at like five different ones. Um, so I may be confusing these. I'm pretty sure that Edinburgh is one that you sign up and then there's a lottery. So it's not even necessarily – and there may be some merit, but I think there's a little bit of luck involved in whether or not you get selected. So really? that will be a conversation that I have to have with the family – as well as Bernardo to say, Hey, do we want to submit, you know, do we want to go to um, Scotland for three weeks? The answer to that question is yes. Logistically, logistically, whether or not it's going to work out to be seen, because if you remember, I'm also doing Egypt in May of next year. So there's a degree to which when you, run a law practice being <laughs> you can be all going, right. the time doesn't necessarily work. Um, right. So I just, I just now remembered speaking of Edinburgh uh, that when I was uh, in college, actually right when I finished my undergrad, um, I was in a hip hop opera called um, Keep Heads Ringing. And we took a piece of that a small scene of that to the New York City Hip Hop Festival. And that was in 2003, I think. 2002 or 2003. And I recall now, and we're talking about it, that our director had also submitted to Edinburgh. And now I remember the lottery, we didn't get picked. Right. But I remember starting to work on saving and getting things together and checking flights and looking at stuff because we almost took that to Edinburgh, um, I think in 2002 or 2003. So I, I, I'm, I'm sad because it's missed opportunity now that I remember. I'm, oh, I'm sad. I remember I could have gone to Scotland before. And so that's twice now that I had planned to go to Scotland and it has fallen through. So uh, if you make it to the Edinburgh Festival and I haven't made it there by then, Third time's a charm, and I'm definitely Yeah, out. I agree. So I don't know. Again, it's a conversation that I'll have 
excuse me, I think, I think, and again, I'm confusing these because I looked at like six of them back to back to back, um, which is how I stumbled into the Baltimore one because I had a conversation, a lengthy conversation with another magician who does fringe festivals and, you know, basically gave me the rundown. He says, you just kind of got to find them. And then they're going to have the application process on there. Some of them have, like, I think it's Edinburgh that has, like, between January and February, a window that you submit. And then there's another period of time to which you find out if you got selected. And then I'm assuming, like, with anything, that after that period, there's probably another, hey, but don't run away screaming if you didn't get picked, because in two weeks, we're going to have people that got picked in the lottery that just can't make it happen. And you may, you know, you may be on a wait list. I don't know that. I'm just assuming right. you know, that either a, they select 10% more acts than they need knowing that 10% aren't going to make it because you've got to cover everything. You you've got to get yourself there. You got to put yourself up. Nobody right. gives you anything. This is not yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. you've got to promote your own shows all that stuff. And then of course go perform. The performance is the easiest part of it. Um to us, because especially, especially by this time next year, this show is gonna be screwed down so tight that you know, you're gonna think that we've been doing it forever. Because it's almost that way now. Like right. it's pretty smooth all the way through it. Um but That's yeah, that's when people get it, then they know that they'll be um grabbing a polished piece, right? an entirely polished show. Yeah. So I was floating around and, and looking at these because Phillies starts soon. It, it probably, Phillies already has started from the time that this episode drops. Um, and when I went to Baltimore's, which is right after Philly charm city fringe on their Instagram was a post from like six hours earlier that was like, hey, we're looking for acts and submissions for Charm City Fringe after dark. And I'm like, nice. well, that timing couldn't be any perfect. So you're not, <laughs> you're not doing the full run. You're not doing stuff during the day, which is fine. I don't have time for that right now. Um, right. But yeah, we got we got selected to do the show. Again, it's going to be Thursday, October 5th. Um, I don't know why they call it Charm City. I don't know. That name's been around for a while, so I'm not sure where exactly it came from. Is that um, Baltimore? Yes, that is the nickname for Baltimore. Baltimore's Charm nickname, Charm City. Apparently, yes. Okay. I, I don't know the name. history of where that comes from. I've said it numerous mean? times. I've never once looked it up. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to keep, keep chatting about the festival. I'm going to look it up. So, yeah, that's going to be at 10 o'clock in the evening. So, um Again, those tickets should be on sale. I'd check judgmentalist.com or my social media to see. Um, I'm assuming they're going to be relatively affordable tickets. I have nothing to do with anything like that ticket price or otherwise. I I just I'm waiting to get an email. You know, we fed them all the promotional material earlier today. I'm assuming that I'm going to open up my inbox at some point in time relatively soon and there's going to be a ticket link to start selling it now that we've given them promo materials, which is pretty simple because we have promo material that we've designed to take this show on the road. So we pop and swap the specific venue and date and time and 
all the rest of it for the posters the same. Um, all right, so it looks. If you want to see what that poster looks like, go to between the number two minds.com because right now, even if the website hasn't fully launched yet, there's a coming soon that has that poster. That on poster it. Nice. So it looks like a uh, charm city uh, came from a 1975 meeting of advertisers seeking to improve the city's reputation since Baltimore's downtown area known as the inner Harbor had been neglected and was occupied by a collection of abandoned warehouses. So oh. it looks like Charm City was an advertiser's ploy that stuck. The name stuck. The name stuck. The yeah. the effect, it, it, was, it, might, it might not be said in spite of. Um, so there, there was a time. I call in him Fat Man Tiny. And, and I think everything kind of goes through phases. I think things are cyclical generally. There was a time in which that inner harbor area was was very built up, very active. There were there, we have two or three buildings that are that are called Harbor Place that used to be like they used to have tons and tons of different shops in them. And, you know, part and parcel to what you would see on the Las Vegas Strip type of shops. Okay. So probably one of those overpriced candy stores and little gift shops and then, you know, a cheesecake spaces and like a a scarf thing and a purse area. Right. All sorts of random ass stuff. And there was a time in which that was really, really great. And then I think that the, the, the financier or owner of the actual Harbor Place buildings. So not necessarily the tenants within, but the owner itself was ha- you know, having financial issues and things kind of went on the skids. Like so the new. buildings are still there. They are mostly vacant. There, there's I haven't been down there in a while, but there's a handful of stuff down there. Um, and, and like with any port type area, there are different piers. You know, right. and, and different things happening on those piers. So like there's Pier 6 has like an outdoor music venue. There's a Ruth's Chris. Like like some of that stuff is happening and has happened. But some of it's just kind of, you know, when you've got one person that's really the linchpin of the whole operation or one organization, if something right. goes wrong there, then it all starts to fall apart, which. Ruth Chris, is, not, is that an East Coast thing? Um. Or Midwest thing. Here's the thing. I never heard of Ruth Chris until uh, right before we were getting ready to leave Vegas. We're living in Mm -hmm. Vegas. And uh, Nilla's mom came to visit and wanted to take her shopping. And they went to a Ruth Chris. Ruth, Ruth Chris. Ruth's Chris. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying. I don't know if there's apostrophe S on the Ruth or if it's just Ruth Chris. That's somebody's name. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> but I never heard of it before then, and you're the second or third person I've heard mention it. Um, I still have no idea what it looks like. I, I it's a it higher-end like- steakhouse, and to most accurately illustrate this, um, there there are nice steakhouses where you can order when you're ordering off the menu like to me and this may not be accurate but one of the dividers in segmenting out steakhouses is are there sides included in the entree or not this is one of those ones where you when you order 
the steak, whatever it mm-hmm. might be, whatever cut you want, if you want sides, you order them separately. And for so like every, everything's a la carte. Everything's a la carte. Yeah. And and again, during a restaurant week or some sort of a brunch or whatever, they'll have a prefix that'll include shit. But I mean the general default menu is everything a la carte. And you know, and I that's how you determine that's a good steakhouse thing. That that's a high to me, that's a higher end steakhouse. Whether that formally is a divider or not, I don't know because I'm not I mean it costs more money, that's for sure. Yes, it absolutely does. Um, one thing I will tell you is Brazilian steakhouses have effectively places like Fogo de Chao, which I know that they've got in Vegas and all over. I major love some Fogo de Chao in Texas, um, Brazil. Yeah, those places have ruined places like Roos Chris and Morton's and other high end steakhouses for Lies. me because. I'm going to spend about the same amount of money. In fact, I'm going to the Brazilian steakhouse. More often than not, I'm actually spending less and absolutely everything is included. You eat as much as you want, which I know is a flaw. That's, that's a, whatever. American thing, but I don't mind it. If you've met me, you know that I, I live for that shit. I shouldn't, I'll die for that shit too, eventually, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but but the other thing is is that when you're ordering at insert your favorite high end steakhouse here, you're, unless you're ordering a porterhouse, which is technically two cuts of meat, um, you're getting a cut of meat, and that's what you get. Right. Whereas you can have a little sirloin, you can have a little garlic sirloin, you can have sausage, filet, you can have and the sausage, chicken. chicken if you want it. Oh, now you're making my mouth water. Damn, if that's your thing. Um, I, when I go to those places, I am pure beef, pure beef down the line. So much so to the point where when they bring the bacon wrapped filet around, I pass. Oh, what's wrong with you? I I wait for the regular filet. I've the, the, the cuts of meat at those places are generally at a high enough level. And and I know that some people are going to shame me for this thought. I'm going to shame you for it right now. That the bacon takes it down a notch. Bacon generally brings everything up, but at most of the Brazilian steak houses that I have been to, the quality of meat is at a level where that that bacon actually brings it down. But see, that's that, that's the problem. You see, that's that's why there's a flaw in your thinking. Perhaps because you know, at the Brazilian steakhouse, not only can you get the bacon wrapped filet mignon, the bacon wrapped filet. But you can also get the filet sans bacon, so you're not. That. So, so you can have your cake and you can eat it too. You right. can have both bacon and steak at the same time, and you can have just steak. But I opt to just wait till they bring just the steak. Yeah, that's, and that's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah. I say give it, to, give it all to me. Give it all from my plate. I want all the meats. So, yeah, I can tell you that the amount of times since I was really introduced, and it's been, oh, boy, how long has it been? Um, I want to say that it's been 10 or more. It's been more than 10 years since the concept of a Brazilian steakhouse has been a regular place for me. So it's been more than 10 years since I've sought out 
<sighs> regular steakhouse. I'm not saying that I won't go to it because if somebody's right. like, hey, we want to take you out. We're going to Morton's or we're going to Ruth's Chris or we're going to whatever. Okay, I'll go. But the other one to me is better. But that's just me. I don't know a lot of other people, but yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we did steakhouses in Spain. Uh, nothing too high end because we weren't on the high end budget. But uh, the steakhouses that we went to, the steak was really, really good. Um, we tried to find a good cut of steak here in Romania and have since failed at that endeavor. They don't really do beef that well out here. Um, they do pork pretty good. Pork is not too bad out here. Um, chicken, I'm able to do some chicken. Uh, ground beef, no. No, uh, no, I'm scared of it. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer thrilled. Um, but, which make me, makes my mouth water for when we get back to Spain. Yeah. Because one of the first meals we're going to get is going to be steak. I'm almost positive of it. As a matter of fact, I'll, I'll document it. Well, you also know the good steak. and affordable spots out there too. So we that sure makes do. We sure do. And we'll find some new places as well. There's so much more to explore, you know, that we did things we didn't get a chance to do, places we didn't get to see. I cannot wait. It's, you know, I got that I got that vision, right? Once we have a date in mind, you know, my mind like becomes locked on that focus. I'm okay. I just got to get to that date. I just got to get to that date. And guys, if you've been following the journey um, up to this point, you know, that's kind of been my MO all the way through, right? Uh, when are we leaving Vegas? Got to get to that day. We know the day we're leaving. Got to get to that day. Got to get to that day. You know, when can I quit my job? Got to get to that day. Got to get to that day. You know, when do we leave on the boat? Got to get to that, right? So um, the countdown is is has begun. Um, and looking forward to the uh, date when we hop on a plane and make our way back to España. I cannot wait to return to Malaga. Uh, yeah, uh, let me let me ask you a question. Yeah, um, Judge, have you ever had an ultrasound of your gut? I don't think so. No, uh, no. I I got an ultrasound of the gut. It's a continuing health saga here in Romania of when I had the dizzy spells after my birthday celebration. Um, again, shout out to my lovely wife for a wonderful birthday. I'm still on high from that. But, um, you know, I went to the, I told you I went to an endocrinologist and they did an ultrasound on my thyroid. And then I went to, they recommended I get a, thyro, a, a, a ultrasound of the belly belly. Um, so I went to them. They gave me an ultrasound of the gut. Um, apparently things are okay. Uh, they still want to get some blood work done, you know, to 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 rule out everything. They they say it's probably high dehydration from what I was explaining, and you know, they told me definitely I got to increase the water. Uh, let me tell you what happens when you got to get an ultrasound of your gut. First off, you have to fast um, for six to seven hours, so you can't eat anything for six to seven hours, um, which was difficult for me because my ultrasound was at three thirty in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Right. Ooh. Usually usually when I know I got to fast, I try to get it done. I try to get the ultrasound done first thing in the morning. Yeah. That way you just I, wake up. I just wake up and go <laughs> get it done, and then I can eat the rest of the day. But no, this was um, – and so that meant I couldn't eat past like 
in the morning and I don't get up until 10. So uh, I was up for a long time not to be able to eat. You have to drink water, drink plain water. And two hours prior to the ultrasound, you have to drink uh, 500 milliliters of water. So you want to fill up your bladder. And then you cannot pee. You cannot urinate at all. And not with that attitude. Right. <laughs> you got to hold it in. Hold it in. Uh, uh, and then um, an hour out, you can't drink at all. Nothing. You can't eat or drink. Right. Um, and so I did all that. And then I went to the ultrasound. It's very interesting because, you know, Guinness in Romania, the doctor kind of spoke English pretty well. The the assistant in there didn't speak a whole lot of English that great. Uh, so it was kind of interesting to talk to the doctor and then talk to the, uh, not have the doctor talk to the assistant or whatever. Um, yeah. In the U.S., right, because I've had ultrasounds on my belly in the U.S., um, you know, it's usually done by a technician. Right, it's done by an ultrasound tech. It's not done by the doctor. They just get the results. In Romania, doctors always do it. They just cut out the middleman. Like I'm the one who needs to see the results. I might as well know how to do the machine. I might as well run the test, which I think is the way it should be done. It's another thing Europe has correct that the U.S. does not. You know, oh, it's, we're gonna we're gonna start that list. That's good. I, like it's a long list. It's it's it's, 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 it's the long run in Europe. Another podcast. <laughs> the I don't mean it's a whole another podcast episode. I mean, we could do a separate podcast about <laughs> what Europe does. Yeah. Actually, we may have to introduce that segment. Things big sexy has noticed Europe does better than yeah. the U.S. I think. I think. I think. I think. Starting soon, I'm, I'm gonna start making a list. I think that's, that's not a bad idea. I think it should start a list of things that I think the U.S. that the, the Europe does better than the U.S. And then we should chop it up. We should bring it yeah. up and we can discuss it and see if we agree, if we disagree. Um, why I think it's better, you know, why the U.S. thinks that their way is better. That'll be fun. I think that that'll be a fun introduction to the. We'll 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 we'll, we'll hold on a second. Wait, wait, no, wait, where is it? Uh, <laughs> Production meeting. Yeah, so we should do yeah. that. Okay. Production meeting over. <laughs> All right, so so I got the and the, the uh, verdict um, is that, again, I'm, I'm okay. I'm a little gassy, which I've always known. Uh, Who's not? I bourbon fart quite a bit. Um, uh, they recommend that I start drinking uh, kefir. And eat yogurt because uh, the bacteria and the yogurt will help help with the gas. But I hate yogurt. Yogurt's fucking gross. I think it's disgusting. Um, I'm I'm gonna try, and I'm gonna I'm gonna search for like fruit flavored yogurts, right? Then maybe the the fruit. But my problem is with being a diabetic, sugar. right? The sugar. Because right? in order to make the yogurt taste better, you tell me fruit flavored yogurt. I think that much sugar and right. i'm holding up basically about a one inch span between my fingers when i do that right uh, which i can't have which is about how much sugar is in one of those little containers like if you're talking right. about that little yo play like yo play that kind of gets gradually smaller yeah yeah 
right? But you get that, you mix the fruit in. All that is is just sugar, you know, fruit flavored sugar and yogurt. And I know why they have so many varieties because yogurt's fucking gross. It's just disgusting. But um, I'm going to check with like, you know, uh, uh, I'll check, I'll do my, some research and I'll ask the doctor and, you know, like what's good, what's not good, what are other alternatives, what's some, you know, delicious alternatives, how can I make yogurt better? What I might do is see if you can add cinnamon to yogurt, right? If, if you mix cinnamon in, if that, how that affects whatever, I know cinnamon is also good for you. So we're going to, we're going to start the experimentation. So I, I listeners, I keep, keep you guys posted on the experiments. I recently bought some kefir. We'll see how that goes. Um, and, and what have you, cause I want to be around, uh, to, to podcast and, and see the rest of the world. Um, you know, it's the, the world's weird, you know, because there are so many things that are bad unless we tweak them slightly. And I don't necessarily mean that the tweaking them slightly makes it good, but like, Hey, like bacon you, wrap shouldn't, steak? you shouldn't eat mold, right? You shouldn't eat mold, right? But I'm going to liquefy this mold mm-hmm. and I'm going to give it to you. And, and it's going to make you healthy. If you eat, I'm going to inject it into your body, right? This yogurt. Yeah. Fine. Okay. This is healthy mold. Um, but but that mold mold over there, oh god, you've got mold on the walls, you're gonna die. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Hold on. You want me to ingest it, you just don't want me to breathe it. Um you know, right. if I if I said, Hey, and I don't know, do you guys can you get string cheese over there in Romania? I have I have not seen it, no. Okay. But you, obviously you're not There's that cheese far. and I can but string I can, cheese. Yeah. If I handed you a packet of string cheese, you know, six things to string cheese you you eat all those in one setting you can that's gonna that's gonna back you up a little bit it, it sounds ludicrous right but if i deep fry those bitches and i give them to you on a plate with some marinara and call it mozzarella sticks okay cool let's house these bitches yeah. like what what did we just do there like and there's so many examples yeah you take, string, like, yeah, yeah, you take, you take a, a block a thing of string cheese bread it up deep fry it Look, it, does, it has the same effect we're gonna make it worse and no, then it's going to save time, make it better. It's going to be better. It's going to be. It's going to be. That's a lot worse for you. Yeah, right? string cheese is a healthier option than something that's battered and deep fried. But again, not a, the, not a better option. In your mind, you probably stop at one string cheese, right? Uh, maybe if two. I'm, if I'm maybe two, yeah. Right. But if you deep fry it and batter, I'm eat six of them bad bitches. Exactly. Like. Well, Technically, depending on the number of mozzarella sticks you get, because string cheese tend to be a bit longer. Maybe you've cut it in half, and then so that you know. But I order a big thing of mozzarella sticks, so that's usually like eight. So that's still four, I'm, four things of string cheese. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. Even even more if you take, let's say you take eight things of string cheese, shred it up, put it on the dough, put some marinara underneath it. Put some meat on top of it, put it in the oven, then you got pizza. Yeah. Same amount, just done differently. Probably more. Now I want pizza. <laughs> this is the we need we need a fatty rabbit hole mix. Oh yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the thing. So yeah, so I got that. I'm getting blood work done probably tomorrow morning. Um get get that checked out and everything. 
and then uh, get those results. Take that back to the uh, doctor I saw yesterday. And, you know, do a health check and get that kind of stuff out. And I know they're going to tell me, you know, I got to watch my salt, watch my sugar. Uh, I need to find a blood pressure cuff. You know, so I'm checking those numbers uh, on a daily basis. Because uh, unfortunately, they don't have Walmarts out here. Right. CVSs where you can walk in and just check it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, you got to go. I don't go. know that I ever consistently trust the. You know, you, you're talking about like the little machine with the seat that when you're a kid, you always want to fuck with and you always yeah. see kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's there for a legitimate purpose. It's not just a toy to piss parents off when their kids are playing with it. But right. you just see people, you know, kids messing around <laughs> with it all the time. It's like, how can this thing possibly stay calibrated and be accurate? But it, it's close. It'll get you close, I suppose. I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, what are other things? Have you that? Uh, what what's unique there? It could be food. It could be otherwise. And what's missing other than CVSs and WalMarts? Obviously, that we've talked about. Ooh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here's, here's a small Romania. List. Right, right, right. Specific to Romania. Okay. Here's inter- here's the interesting thing that I found uh, from U.S. to Spain to Romania. That that journey, right? Um, peanut butter. Now I love I'm I'm a Skippy dude. I love me some Skippy. I don't mind some Jif. I don't really care for any other peanut butter. Peanut butter. In Spain, they didn't have that. They didn't have peanut butter like really? I knew it. Their yeah. peanut butter is like like you know when you can go get that old fashioned peanut butter with the oils on top and you got to mix it in order to 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 make to make yeah. the actual peanut butter. That's what peanut butter is like in Spain. Um, which sucks. It was it's grainy, you know, it's it's I'm pretty sure it's much more We're natural. Looking for are less processed and healthier, but go on. <laughs> Correct. Yes, I'm sure that, that is what they are. It is less processed and therefore healthier. But damn it, I want America. my processed peanut butter. Fuck yeah. Now uh, Romania has a brand of peanut butter that is closer to Skippy and Jif. It's not good, not not as good, but it's closer. Um, so okay, at least in Romania, at least I can have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Uh, have some peanut butter toast, what have you. So that has been the 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 one one of the few shining lights here in Bucharest was their peanut butter, and I really miss it. So when I go back to the U.S., because I'm gonna have to make a trip back, because we need to get our winter clothes and stuff like that, right? Um, so I'm making a trip loading back to the U.S. Loading up on the PB, I'm loading up on peanut butter, and I'm loading up on Kool Aid. Right. If I got to drink more water, I got to make it flavorful. I got to make it tasty. And and we came with a lot. Yeah. And it lasted. It lasted a long time. You know, shout out to us for stockpiling. We didn't bring enough, though. And that's powder, so, right? So that's relatively easy. No, I'm not bringing no? powder. I bring the liquids. 
I bring the, oh. the squeezy squeezy, but I might also pack a bunch of the, the powder sticks as well. Not yeah. the packets because the packets you got to add sugar to, and I don't want to try to figure that out. I'll do with the, the zero sugar added calorie that, you know, the ones that are pre-sweetened with the artificial sweetener or whatever. I may bring a, a, a pack a bunch of those. I don't know what the health benefits are, but those, those, uh, hydration, um, the, 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 the um, Liquid, liquid IV, IV. That I mentioned last time. Again, mm-hmm. they might be all sugar and, and terrible for you, but um, those are kind of tasty. Those aren't yeah. terrible. I've had I've had those. I had some strawberry flavored ones uh, uh, back back in Vegas when I was uh, hanging out. Somebody I went to a, a market or uh, some kind of conference or whatever, and they were giving them away as, as a gift. And you know, I like to yeah, go yeah. to tail end of conferences when you know the the, the they're like, we don't want to take this shit with us. Take as much as you want. And so I grabbed a whole bunch of whatever. Um, and they were, they were okay. They weren't they weren't um, great, but they were good. They were good. They were enjoyable. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try those. There's like a dump truck, and I can't tell if it's coming down my lane or if it's coming down the soon-to-be neighbor's lane. Do, do you got stuff to dump? Is oh, trash no. day in your neighborhood? I think it's probably the other one. It was trash day, but that I think is just no. They're in the other lane, right? You don't have like you don't have like the the uh, trash guy like the Donnellys, do you? Where they come no. by and fight with the missus? No, because the, there's a big lane out to where the trash goes. I'm just I'm wondering why this place that's always so damn quiet. The one day that I decide to record a <laughs> podcast here for literally like the one hour sliver, it's loud AF. Well, um, because that's the way the universe works. You know, you know I mean? it generally it is. And the the cool thing will be, and again, this isn't going to be universal, but when I do pull the trigger and convert that space in my office, my law office, into a studio, I would imagine that between equipment and just the soundproofing that that the audio quality is going to be substantially improved. But then of course, when I do stuff like today where I'm at home, because I had to run back here for the drywall guys for the other project. And when I looked at the watch, I was like, ah, I'm not getting back to the office. I'm just going to set up shop here. Um, you know, right. There's a chance that I end up obviously on days like that, having to downgrade the sound. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's all right. We've been, we've been hanging out so far and been doing okay. Yeah. But yeah. So it'll be no worse than it is right now, but I just anticipate where it goes next being of an elevated quality. Got you. Now, oh, wait, hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Wait a second. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you know that we still have that bank episode that we've been sitting on forever. Uh, literally forever. Like, like way back from the beginning. Uh, and I've been trying it, to think, when would be a good time to release it? I don't even like, remember what it's about. Me neither. And I haven't. I still haven't listened to it. Okay. Like, I, I may listen to it within the next week. I may pop it on and take a listen to see what the hell we talked about. See how much, like, dated stuff is in it. Yeah. Um. Um, that might help determine it. I will tell you that I am going to be in Vegas um, 
in October. Let me look at the date. It's about a month from now. Um, so around I the believe, same time, we'll be heading back to Spain. Yeah, I think it's the 11th through the 16th. So just before you head back to Spain. So. Well, that that's that's perfect then. So there's why a Thursday we... in there. So that could potentially be arranged for it that gets it out within the next month. And then I think I mentioned this last time, but I was not loud about it because I was in my office and my wife's in my office and this is still a surprise to her. But last of December over the new year, um, we're going on a Disney cruise. We're going to do the Disney dream out of Fort Lauderdale. Nice. Five days um, goes to their private island, Castaway K, twice. Um, Beautiful. I can't wait for you to do that. That's going to be awesome. Kids have never been on a cruise before. Uh, Everything that I am told is that the Disney cruises are a level above almost everything else as far as food As far as my understanding, that is true. Entertainment, et cetera. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. I've never had... I don't think I've ever had a bad meal on any of the cruises that I have gone on. And I think that as far as the quality pecking order wise, Carnival's probably not at the top or near the top. They're they're mid range to, to maybe near the bottom and everything. People call Carnival the Walmart of the seas. Um, So that's going to be a big step to go to basically one of the nicer ones out there. Um, obviously the price is substantially different, uh, <laughs> Naturally, of course it is. but things that I'm actually Disney. looking forward to, believe it or not, are that it all, that it doesn't have a casino on it, which means it probably right. doesn't have a smoking area anywhere on the ship or hidden somewhere where I'm not going to go. Right. Because the one thing that I don't like, despite being a degenerate gambler, like one of my favorite places to go and hang out is Park MGM in Vegas because it's been smoke free since smoke free since they since that post lockdown, right? And I hate smelling like an ashtray. I hate you know I'm not really a fan of cigarette smoke, but it's kind of a necessary evil when you go places like Las Vegas and Atlantic right. City, which although there's like more and more casinos are kind of adopting that no smoking on the casino floor. They have smoking areas because yeah. before they had no smoking sections. Right, like this yeah. part of the casino, there is no smoking. And my thought is, well, why don't, why don't you make it a little bit bigger and make that the smoking section? Right. Well, I mean, that's... I mean, I get it. I get it because, you know, the, the tobacco companies invest a lot of money and have addicted, you know, a lot of oh, people. Yeah. And a lot but of those like, people got money. In Maryland... Money. Unless it's a grandfathered in cigar lounge, you can't smoke indoors in a public place in the entire state of Maryland. Yeah, it's like California. And we have five casinos here. So, and those casinos do plenty of business and nobody, you know, because there's there's always the talk. You know, if you're following somebody like Vital Vegas, there's always the talk and the banter back and forth about whether or not if things start going smoke free, is it going to cut into the bottom line? Right. It's going to kill the casino. The only bottom line it's going to cut into is that lady that's got that tray that's walking around. Cigars, cigarettes, 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 cigars, cigarettes. Yeah, her. Right. Like, it sucks for her, but, you know, 
give her a different tray and she can just start putting booze down people's throat. Exactly. Exactly. Fucking $20 yeah. or something. For give her pack. candy. Give yeah. her candy and, and Slim Jims. Should be <laughs> right. Should be right. Awesome. Well, yeah, good. So, uh, so I think that that, uh, that, that we can drop that bank in October. Yeah. And then we'll record another bank episode for when you're gone in December. Right. We'll, re- we'll record some more bank episodes, some more up-to-date bank episodes. Yeah, especially that, with look what those dates are. Like days of week. I know what the numbers yeah. are. Um, and, and if we need to record a bank, we, we may not need to record one. We'll see. Yeah. We'll that's going to be a Thursday through a Tuesday. We so. have things brewing and growing that, you know. Maybe, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, uh, listeners, actually listeners, we'll do this. Let's leave it up to you. Do you want to hear that bank episode uh, soon? Like as soon as possible? If so we'll drop it next month. Uh, do you want to hear it? Do you want us to hold on to it uh, for December or for like special milestone? Do you want us to release it as a bonus? Um episode like maybe on a time in between interviews if i haven't got anybody interviewed um uh after the last uh series of interviews interviews drop and we don't have anybody new do you want me to drop it as a drop it as a bonus episode let us know what you prefer uh i'll put the i'll create a poll i'll do a poll on we could probably drop it as like a bonus extra episode i realized the math wasn't making sense to me as to how we were recording episode 52 but we started this thing early October and I realized that there was a holiday I don't remember Christmas. if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving episode 13 was a bonus episode was a bonus episode but we put a number on it so there were like two in one week right so that got us you know to 52 a week early right which is where we are now woo, woo. happy birthday yay episode 52 we're uh, we're we're almost a, exactly a year in which means what episode 53 will be our year and we have to see. We first. It drop. should fall about there. Yeah, yeah. October fifth, October fifth. So uh, on the episode that drops, well, I think we record that next week, and then October fifth uh, will be our one year anniversary. So maybe we'll drop it as an anniversary gift uh, to ourselves. That, that's a good idea. I like that idea. We'll drop that as a bonus yeah, we'll episode. Do it so never mind. Screw the poll. Scratch it. I won't do the poll. We're, we're going to drop a bonus episode on October 5th. And when you're hearing that episode, you should be thinking, damn, I should get to Baltimore and go to that Charm City Fringe after dark show. Exactly. At 10 o'clock that evening. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully you're listening to it while you're waiting in line to get in. Man, a year, dude. Think about that. That's I crazy. wasn't even judgmentalist. Nope. On that day. And I was and now, a Las Vegas native. Day, a year well, later. Las Vegas resident. We're, we're doing a, a, a French festival show. That's wild. Yeah. And I'm in Romania. Yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't even never on was in the, the plans. Was never even thought of at that time. Ooh, what a difference a year makes. Yeah. So look forward to that. Look forward to recording the year episode and um, getting stuff out. But in the meantime, guys. We're everywhere. Uh, check us out. If you haven't done it already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, you can find us at Big Sexy Digital Nomad on YouTube. Just search that. Um, go to our merch store at Where Is Big Sexy. That's W E A R is Big Sexy.com. 
hit us up on Instagram at Big Sexy Nomad on on what used to be Twitter and Thread at Big Sexy Nomad. Uh, send us emails at Big Sexy Nomad at gmail.com with your wrong answers only trivia questions. If you guys still want us to do that, your travel stories, uh, both horror and wonderful. Uh, any ideas or topics, where you want to hear us go, what direction you want us to go in. We love to hear from you guys. Um, uh, Judge, where can I reach you at? Uh, all of my personal social media is at psychic-ish. Um, that's, that's where you find all the judgmentalist stuff on any of those platforms. Um, there's also Elkton magic on most of them as well. If you want to see some of those shows, if you happen to be rolling through the area or, or we just want to see who we've got coming up next, because by the time this episode drops, Jonathan Burns coming in October will be announced. We're looking forward to that. Been trying for a long time to get him here. We're currently at the time of recording in pre-sales, and I will tell you that the response that I've gotten to the pre-sales on that show, substantially higher than even the Magic Gone Wild pre-sales when we did those. Nice. So it's going to be two great back-to-back shows here in Elkton in October and November. Um, So make plans to come here and stick around for a while. Why not? Cool, then. If you want to get me personally, you can reach me at whoisbigsexy on all the things. Um, we appreciate your listeners. Oh, before we go, uh, we got to reach out to our, our Patreon folks. I we hope you've got the list because I don't. I, I will pull that up. Uh, I may have it memorized because I think we have a few folks. Um, but uh, uh, tell us more about shows while I pull that list up. Um, I mean, I'll start reading the list off of memory. Uh, so we got Josh Wittar, uh Sebastian over Robbins. there, in, uh, Sebastian Robbins in Australia. Got Lee Popsicle, uh, Michael McKenna. Yes, is that a yes, name on uh-huh. that? Michael okay. McKenna. I know Andrew it's a name. Crow. I just didn't know if I was mixing one first name and one last name. <laughs> um, Oh, oh. Andrew Crow, Bree. Hold on one second. I'm getting there. I think I covered close to half. And uh, also, we want to um, mention. uh, No, we got them all. Sweet. We got them all. Yep, Angel, Bree, Chris, Michael, Lee, Sebastian, and Joshua. Oh yeah, guys, Chris Lowry. guys, we need we need more Patreon members. Yeah, last t- week Chris folks. Lowry was on a cruise. I think he's on a different cruise. Oh damn! I, I want to be. I want to live that life. He's a he's a he's a a, a travel agent. So that uh, makes sense. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, so guys, we need more Patreon members. So share research. the podcast. Share that with people. Let people know they can go to bullwiththebutthole.com dot uh, com to subscribe. Um, <laughs> go to butthole.com, become a Patreon member, and uh, I want that list to be too long to recite by memory. And if um, you have, not that it's really our intent, but we'll get there eventually. If you have ideas for what might make sense for a higher tier, we're happy to listen to them. One of the things that we kind of chatted about was maybe instead of doing advertisers, 
having people there, a specific tier where you can advertise a product, a service, a website, your podcast, some absolute shenanigans like the made up ads that they do on ICS or whatever, but that specifically at that tier, you get to call the shots on stuff like that. That's an idea that we had that we've kicked around. Um, yep. I don't know. We want your input because this is your podcast. We just do the topics. Yeah. So share the information, share that. We, we, again, we are looking to engage. We want to make this podcast. We're making this podcast for y'all. I mean, really it's for us because we love to hear ourselves talk and we love to share our information and share what's going on. But we really do care about what you guys think and what you guys um, enjoy and what you listen to. So reach out, let us know. And uh, be, you know, we get to say, yeah, you know, there's a podcast um, that's kind of tailored to the kind of shit I like, you know. So uh, we want to hear that. So let us know. And uh, yeah, without any further ado... Safe, Safe travels. travels.